0: Hello, and welcome to another Big Think Mailbag. We've got the crew here. We've got Bob, Dr. Agro, Mm -hmm. and Chris Wolfhard, and I'm Dan Video Games. So let's get started. First question comes in from Advent Common. What is a simple but easy to screw up food item you always get to test a new restaurant with? For example, I always use pepperoni pizza to test pizza places. For me, there are two items. These are the most important items from the most important restaurants, and they better make them well. You ready? (sighs) Thai restaurant. I need to taste that pad Thai. I need to taste that chicken lob. Only one place around here makes chicken lob correctly. (laughs) (laughs) That is it. It is a ground meat salad. It should not be that hard, and yet here we are. Some of them are sweet. Sweet. Who wants to eat sweet ground
1: chicken? I don't know.
0: Bob, do you have anything?
1: Um, I also always do the pad thai check. That's just essential <laughs> for your Thai place. That's
0: what Goku does too, right? The pad thai check. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no.
0: It's, uh... Shockingly, the place around us with the best pad thai is probably the restaurant called Pad Thai.
1: <laughs> Whoa. No way. <laughs> They're
0: also the one with the best chicken lobs, so... You know, it just makes sense.
2: Agro? In places where they are served, I usually do that with a Reuben or sesame chicken. Oh, man, a Reuben. You can get some fucked up Reubens in this world.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean,
2: when when your foundation is corned beef, (laughs) you can go on all sorts of adventures. Yeah, and if you're not willing to put in the time or the effort to make a fucking Reuben right, I don't want to be there.
0: Chris, do you have anything?
3: Uh, if if it's a Chinese place, it's combination fried rice. I have to know what you decided goes in combination fried rice. Because <laughs> I've gotten some weird things in combination fried rice before. I'm like, entire florets of cauliflower was a bold choice. Mm, Whoa, yeah. I can't necessarily I can't necessarily say I approve, but uh, but there's yeah. that. Um, soda.
0: Like just a soda or.
3: Yes, like if I get a Coke and it tastes fucked up, that massively reduces the likelihood I revisit an establishment. Oh,
2: yeah, 100 fucking percent. Oh, yeah. Like uh, as, as an unsweet Windy's. tea drinker, <laughs> yeah, like sweet tea is, is fine everywhere because it's 80% sugar. Right. Uh, you, you got to learn the mental map of places in your town where the tea is actually terrible if there's no sugar in it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, same goes for the soda thing. Like fucking Wendy's is just off the list
2: because of that. Huh. Funny you should say that. Uh, also terrible tea. What? No way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've actually had their tea and I agree. It's fucking
3: terrible. Tea tea is funny because there's there's like gas stations here have tea. They have the special tea tanks. Uh huh. It'll be like sweetened un, unsweetened tea, zero calories. Sweetened tea, seven hundred calories. Of
0: course. Of course. See, this is the thing. If I went to a gas station and they more regularly had both sweet and unsweet tea in stock were really just the unsweet. I would get that more often than a soda because I would just cut it, right? But I can't drink nothing but unsweet tea in the sizes of drinks I get, like 40 ounces, right? And I, I'll die if I try to do that for sweet.
1: <laughs> yes, you will have a heart attack on the spot. I will just
0: fucking die on stream. <laughs> You'll see it happen. Uh, yeah it's really rough It's really rough out there aggro mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know who to trust it's, It sucks because I know the sweet tea Is pretty good at McDonald's And that soda is great um, But they raised the price locally and, uh, and I mean that only locally Did they raise the price of drinks By 40 cents <sighs> It's just Rortastic. our It is it is terrible The, the fucking American institution <laughs> These $1 sodas from McDonald's. Does anyone else have anything else they wanted to throw in as a litmus test? Okay. We're we'll going to move on to the next email. Eon Offspring asks, What sort of hobby do you want to get into or wish you had more time for? Mine is trying to get more experience in music composition. College courses suck out all the motivation to focus on other creative fields I want to do, so I haven't done too much practice. The list is so long. Right. You don't even have to deviate that much from what the channel is. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what if, what if live action videos again? But there's also a whole world outside of that. Like, you know, daily hours long exercise. hmm As it turns out, when you're insanely busy as hell, finding time to go just fucking walk and exercise and all sorts of shit for three, four hours doesn't exist. Also, it would be really interesting. I find the natural thing is happening to me naturally, which I do not like, uh, where as you get older, your amount of new music you're listening to reduces um, and removing me from the social substrate that is a normal service job in this country that has reduced the amount of people i come into contact with and the amount of people i could learn about new music from so that has been unfortunate bob
1: yeah i i I would love to have more time to like practice drawing and actually get good at that in some degree i'd just do the pokemon day drawings and it's like okay I literally don't have a single other minute in this week to try. (laughs) Ten minutes, and then the timer goes off, and I pull out a gun and shoot Bob in the hand. (laughs) He's like, oh, God. Yeah, that and trying to learn Japanese, something. I'm just like, yeah, there's no time elsewhere in the day. So as I'm trying to sleep, I... I do the Duol- Duolingo thing <laughs> every night, and it's not its not fast progress. <laughs> fucking
0: diseased, dying brain firing its last few neurons <laughs> off is like, Otokono Stowa <laughs>
3: Any progress is infinitely more than none, Bob. Yes. I mean, that's true.
0: On a percentage scale, not a whole value scale. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to second that one. I was doing... Uh, in Japanese I really enjoyed it I enjoyed it immensely but time yeah time if you ever wondered why it seems like some people really phone in their content and outsource everything that is
1: why <laughs> they want to live a life again
3: I keep meaning to build a houseboat but no time to build a houseboat <laughs>
1: That feeling when no time to build a
3: houseboat. <laughs> you know, it has occurred to me now that you've said this that this conversation
0: is me turning at the three of you in the passenger seats, going, "What did you want to do before you died?" Yeah, I was thinking of that exact scene.
2: <laughs> Paint a self-portrait. Build a <laughs> houseboat. <laughs>
1: build a houseboat. <laughs> people,
0: people are connecting dots they shouldn't be right now. They're like, "Wait, feel wants to build a houseboat." Dan needs a houseboat, and I'm like, I don't. This is some meme you all made. To stop it. I live in Florida. If I wanted a boat by now, I probably could have horribly financially crippled myself to get a bad one.
3: Well, how how houseboat's different from just being a boat? It's also a house. It has the magic of not having good internet. <laughs> Hey, you could dr- you could drive it to somewhere that did have good internet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like speed two. Just drive, <laughs> drive it up on land. Uh, Agro. Uh,
2: between this and my other full time job, uh, I realized in the last year or so that I have completely stopped reading physical books. Oh damn! I have been pushed entirely into the audiobook world because that's what I can manage. Does that? And this isn't a joke. Does that make you feel gross? Not really. Uh Like, I was never one of those people that looked down on listening to books. I just... It's probably not good for my brain <laughs> that I don't <laughs> sit down for at least 30 minutes and read every day anymore. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I just multitask and read at the gym. Uh... Aggro, uh, mm.
0: I have a theory. Uh. Have you tried being a total piece of fucking shit at your job and just reading on the clock? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, see, but I, I need to pay my rent. <laughs> hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, let me tell you what can help you do half of that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go ahead and move on to the next one. Lacuna Craft asks a dangerous question. Favorite food to eat that you know you will regret later or a food that you tried that was delicious but absolutely destroyed you later. <laughs> uh I think the only one that's consistently left cuz I really don't like risk it with blizzards anymore. All that often and honestly I found out I'm fine. Uh relatively. Uh alfredo pasta from like fucking I guess anywhere really. It's just so fucking dairy. It's so fucking creamy and fatty and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like crap. Uh, Bob. Oh. Everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically anything from Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Bob's like, I really miss those Dilly Q bars. And I'm like, do you? Does anyone? Yeah, no, I, I should. satisfy. I I really like d- uh, just the basic sundae. Mm-hmm. It was hot fudge, like that's really great, mm-hmm. and uh, of course blizzards, and yeah, I just don't don't do oh, them anymore. I'm gonna head all.
0: off the comment here.
1: What? Hey Bob,
0: hey what's up? Have you have you you know they make pills called lactate. Uh huh. Have you had
1: lactate? I have tried it. It maybe helped a little bit, <laughs> but I'm not sure. And it's like, do I do I test this again for twenty dollars for a pack of lactates that might not do anything?
2: I didn't. When you started this uh, explanation, I didn't realize it was a lactose thing. So uh-huh. you're like everything from Dairy Queen, and I'm like, but but that flamethrower grill burger though.
0: <laughs> it was pretty good that Dairy Queen got scared by Culvers and just started doing uh, cheese curds.
1: Mm. Yes, like, fuck
0: yes! Finally, this is what competition looks like, gamers. <laughs> if you lived in a perfect world, you would remember what that felt like. Cheese curds are very pro-consumer. They are. 100 percent they're the only progress we've had in fast food in 20 years oh yeah and those what's that cookie place that opened in town crumble with c Cr- r-u-m-b-l
1: no e those cookies were immaculate apparently they're mostly butter or something so it just <laughs> wrecked me <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this place? Uh,
0: yeah, it's uh, some really bougie cookie place. Imagine, like, I- instead of a donut place making donuts, they made cookies. That's the tier we're huh. talking about here, and it's just like I've, fucking I've rich. I've seen this place. Yeah, they're, uh, it's, they're next to Publix. Yeah, it's next to the Ooh, Publix. Okay. Yeah, it's a uh, it's like three dollar cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It doesn't fuck me up like bathroom wise, but it just makes me feel like total shit. Like, like drinking an icy. Just feeling gross.
2: Agro you got anything? Uh, I do. Immediately sprang to mind, and they're oddly similar. Um, hmm. The Domino's has a a stuffed jalapeno cheesy bread thing <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. that, like, when you get it, it's the the box is just it's a sea of grease. <sighs> <laughs> Because it's mozzarella yeah. and cheddar and jalapenos and it's <laughs> leaking out everywhere. Oh, poor my. And I'm fake. like, uh, and I, it, it is, it is delicious. <laughs> but by the time I'm like halfway through eating it, I'm like, oh my god, I want to die. <laughs> There's a place.
0: I thought, I thought you ordered it
2: because you wanted to die. <laughs> There's a place uh, town over called yeah. Slick Mix. It's a sports bar restaurant place. They serve a thing they call jalapeno poppers, which is. <laughs> In actuality, uh, an egg roll wrapper wrapped around nacho cheese and diced jalapeno. And it is the greasiest, heaviest food sold to humans. It is so fucking delicious but once you get one down your gullet you feel 10 pounds heavier (laughs) it passes the simpsons test on the wall
3: (laughs) see that that's that i've only ever had that experience eating something the one time before i assumed the law the government came in and said they couldn't sell it anymore was the one time i ate the double down (laughs) <laughs> and if you're a zoomer if you're a zoomer you might not know what the kfc double down is it was a while ago yeah and they did not have it for very long i don't even remember when it was it was in the it was in the aughts. <laughs> it was a yeah. short invasion yeah. it didn't quite line it up was with too, keto it, it was it, okay it was actually a little bit more recent than i thought uh it was in 2012
0: oh wow that's more recent than i thought too i thought the shit wait was wait, wait. maybe
3: i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong it was 2010. It was 2010. So okay. 12 years ago. You eat it and you're like, your legs don't work anymore now. You have to sit down. <laughs> and this was the the two chick fil- chicken fillets.
1: Yeah. Breaded and yes, cooked the and used as bread. The double,
3: the double down was two fried chicken cutlets with cheese bacon and special sauce between them it was like a horrible nightmare wad (gasps) pantomiming as a sandwich they gave to you in a cardboard sleeve it was useless because greek grease immediately soaked through the sleeve
0: i i'm gonna be honest if they sold it out it i'd buy it immediately i just (laughs) of
3: course you would you're deranged
0: i just i never ate it before because i was like that'll make me feel like shit why would i do it now i'm like i never got
3: to eat it (laughs) right at Agro, have you seen those keto pizzas some places are doing? Where it's like it's yeah. crustless pizza with just a fucking lake of
2: cheese <laughs> with yep. things in it.
3: You eat it with a spoon. You fucking animal. <laughs> Every time I see those, Let's like just...
2: it's a pizza cone. I'm like, lady, that is two pounds of melted cheese. This is not street food. You do not walk after you eat this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I thought of a different way to take this question. Uh, I I want to mildly redefine food. Uh, An Irish wake? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that also redefines the absolutely destroying me and what that might mean. (laughs) And really, I don't mean the singular. I mean the plural. (laughs) Jesus. Chris, did you have anything other than the
3: the ghost of the double town? (laughs) Buffalo Wild Wings Blazin' Sauce.
0: Oh, that's... Yeah. Mmm. That's
3: good. You always regret that. (laughs) Uh, And... This isn't specifically a food, but if I lose control and eat the entire pizza, (laughs) things don't go very well for me the next day.
0: Mm. Usually. Yeah, for me, if I eat too much pizza, the fucking thing isn't necessarily any of the rest of it it's the red sauce that's why i always liked white sauce pasta more because that amount of red sauce will just make my stomach hurt mm. and it doesn't fuck me up necessarily but it's just like ow uh i realized something that i really should have topped my list with though uh but i wasn't you know this question is phrased where the consideration is towards later right This isn't later. This is immediate. So I keep wasabi around, like fresh tube wasabi, Mm. and I just put that shit thick on a chicken nugget and hurt myself. (laughs) It is absolutely self-harm. Tosh has looked at me as though I was pulling a bullet out of my flesh because of how much it so transparently hurts me to eat this. But man,
1: it really clears up the sinuses.
0: Also, it feels great.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Wasabi has that that burn that hits real hard as you do it, but it's not like later on. Like I don't, it don't no. usually. Feel ill? No. Afterward.
0: Uh, one time I did so much I definitely felt ill, but that was that was because of a pain threshold. I'm
1: convinced.
2: <laughs> Every time I'm at a place where there's like really good horseradish on the table, mm-hmm. I I feel that call of the void, <laughs> <laughs> that question. Uh-huh. How. Much uh-huh. horseradish could I put in my mouth before I begged for death? Oh no,
3: no, no! I, I can't, see, I can't do that at all. The only thing I can take horseradish in is um cocktail sauce mm-hmm. or shrimp. Because uh, because I, I I one time one time I got tricked into just eating a forkful. Mm. It's Oof. like oh no no, and then I dropped dead, and right now I'm a ghost. I've been doing all these podcasts as a ghost. Fuck yeah! <laughs> walk, this walk. is like a Hanna Barbera cartoon. <laughs> I, I'm also the Ghost Dog that tells Dan when he needs new equipment.
0: <laughs> I ran into a person in Overwatch named Ghost Dog and just grabbed
3: my head. <laughs> uh, oh! They turn on voice Generally. Please no! I own no. so much already. <laughs> I disconnect immediately.
0: <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, Overwatch is bad for me. I should just delete this. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next question. Uh, This question comes in from Eve FTW. Hey, BTT crew. I was wondering if you could have a highly produced documentary that didn't hide anything about the production of any piece of media. What would you choose to see the behind the scenes of Mighty Number 9?
3: Yes. Don't we have that? No. Weren't they required (laughs) by law to make that? Didn't you make that?
0: (laughs) Firstly, I, I, I I, I can't watch that, but... Uh, they only made two parts of a much larger project they made, uh, we're going to make. And then, uh, it's clear in a food. I stopped paying two player productions. Yep, Um, that isn't a a transparent, completely honest behind the scenes. Uh, you know this because Ben Judd doesn't say one slur in it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I need that. I need that in my veins. I need to see someone in go, oh, 3D's hard. <laughs> I, need, I need people crying that they're trying to make it work on the Wii U, PS3, 360, Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Linux all at the same time. And, and Mac OS? All at the same time. I need that. We're never going to get that. Bob, do you have anything? other than (laughs) mighty yeah um, i mean that's the one gundam double zetta
1: yeah you know what you beat me (laughs) it's clearly such a troubled production every single facet of it is it jackknifed between different character arcs and clearly whole concept for the series yeah i want to know what happened and I'm tired of people online being like, nah, that was his vision the whole time." It's like, "No, it's not, dude." Oh, this is, this yeah. is the only Gundam series uh, directed by Jean Kari. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, Tamino was replaced by Jin Kari halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like like. Tomino's real fucking free with things, so I imagine there's like a million magazine interviews that explain all this in detail, and just nobody's ever translated them.
0: It's really tragic. Yeah. this is You watch that thing, and you beg for answers. (laughs) You're just like, I just want to know, why at episode 14, why this? It's so fascinating.
1: Yeah, I'd love to know how Char was originally supposed to be in this show all of that weird little bits that have come out that just make the even more confusing. Wow,
0: shouldn't your brother Shar be here?
1: Well,
3: he he's doing something really cool right now, I bet! <laughs> may or may not involve underage girls. <laughs> it's so cool
0: how
2: he grooms that well. He really cleans up. Uh, hey, Aggro. Yo. I really tried to get Past my immediate knee-jerk answer to this question okay. and couldn't. Well, the efforts respected. Destiny. Oh yeah. 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 Like I, I want the destiny documentary we are never going to get. I will settle for the guy who did all the original story just going on a tirade. <laughs> <laughs> like I want it done entirely in the style of drunk history. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want a bunch of Like B-list comedians acting out the entire history of (laughs) Destiny's production. That would be awesome. Chris,
3: do you have an answer? I'm torn. Because on the one hand, I would really like this for DMC the DMC.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Just Mm -hmm.
3: like, why did they entirely change how that game looked? What happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: But I think the much more depressing and interesting one would be Halo Infinite yep
2: <laughs> mm.
3: just the entire development like i want to know how many times they threw out every single thing they hadn't started over it was at least once i'm willing to bet it was more than once how did interacting with microsoft heads go mm-hmm. just all of that the sad thing is the only person who
0: could tell that story is bonnie ross and that ain't happening because everyone else just came and went.
3: Would it be <laughs> cheating to say Mass Effect as a whole? Because the first three really are like one trilogy. They link together. They were always intended to be a trilogy, even from when they were initially conceived of. Yeah, I think. Like like, 2004. I don't think that's cheating.
1: No.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say that works.
3: Like, I would really like that. I, I want to know, like, how did they make these decisions? Did what? Did, did they really was it actually intentional that, that, that so much of that game is George W. Bush was right? Was, did, did you sit down and do that on purpose? <laughs> was it one crazy person somewhere in the studio who kept inserting war on terror quotes into dialogue?
0: The, the writer for Mass Effect basically pulled a Ted Lasso and every day he hopped up and slapped a sign over his door that said George Bush was right. thought you were going to
3: say mission accomplished.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Directly from the archives of the George W. Bush Presidential Library. Next question comes from
0: Detherius. Hello there, big thinkers and company. Love all y'all's work, as it helps me get through this horrid capitalist nightmare. My question is directed towards aggro. Uh However, if anyone else wants to answer, go ahead. (laughs) Peasants. Favorite... Pre-firearm weapon or type of weapon? Thank you all for the content. It makes my days much more bearable.
2: That is a vilely broad question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I mean, look, if you ask me this question tomorrow, my answer will be different.
3: (laughs) I think I assume people understand that.
2: Yeah, uh, right now I'm kind of in the middle of a love affair with the English mortuary sword. It's, I, I love back swords. I love partial baskets. It's, they're just so goddamn pretty and wonderfully functional. They're like sabers, but better. <laughs> Take that, sabers. <laughs> <laughs> Calling
1: out sabers on this podcast.
0: Saber fans are going to be real upset until they understand you weren't talking about the saber they're a fan of. <laughs> Does anyone else have an answer?
3: Uh, I really like the, uh, I really like the Macuahuitl. Mm. That is the Despecine. Aztec weapon that is like a bunch of obsidian shards, oh, God, like I, a club. Yeah,
2: oh yeah, absolutely popped off when that was a weapon in Final Fantasy
3: XIV. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 gets a lot of play these days. I think that was even in um, that me- mediocre 2D platformer Bob and I played. What was that called? You're like a night mech, Bob. Do you remember what that is? Oh, oh yeah. Panzer Paladin. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> I'm a basic bitch. I'm going to say an axe. Axes are fucking awesome.
3: <laughs> That's pretty good, Dan. But do you know what's better than an axe?
0: What's better a than an A
3: halberd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess. I've always thought three-section
2: staffs were sick. It's so practical, too. (laughs) It is. It's one of those things where you're like, that's, if that's real, that's awesome. And you look (laughs) it up and you're like, oh, fuck, that's real. Basically, it's like,
1: well, I already like nunchucks. And it's like, add another.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is what it means to go beyond.
2: (laughs) God, if only I could be super duper sure that the flying guillotine was a real thing. We're pretty sure it it is, maybe.
0: Can I answer this question with a brick?
2: <laughs> I mean, Looks yeah,
0: that's hitting big, someone with
1: a brick. Big fan of tossing <laughs> bricks. That's how we did it.
3: <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure we had bricks before firearms. Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you get, if you get yourself a
2: sling, ooh, you know, you can do some shit with that. Empires have been literally built and destroyed by with, bricks yes. at various
0: velocities. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> They're built a lot better when the velocity is zero.
2: <laughs> I remember the, the one time I got to play Gamma World back in 4th edition. My, uh, my character's weapons were a brick and half a brick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's some dual wielding. <laughs> well, it was one for melee and one for ranged.
1: <laughs> Great.
0: Uh, okay, I'm going to move us on to the next question. Relius X asks, howdy y'all. Quick thanks for the work everyone puts into the podcast network, even if following some of you on Twitter gives me brain spiders. Bob, are you retweeting spiders into people's brains? Not intentionally. Okay. My question for this episode is, in a time where it feels like we have unparalleled access to all sorts of books, movies, games, etc., how do you decide what to spend your time on outside of content related to your work as someone who enjoys a little bit of everything, it can feel a little overwhelming to sit down and just pick something. All the best, and thank you for all you do. For time outside of what? <laughs> what the? There's supposed to be time there on the other side? No, that's, that's, that's my answer. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I wish, I wish I could tell you. I don't have enough time to say it's a meaningful decision I make. I watch YouTube. It's what I do. Uh, Does anyone have an answer for this?
2: Uh, The answer to that question is no. Um, (laughs) False. This this outcry of yours is the sound of the human condition now. Mm -hmm. No one can help you. We have no wisdom to share. You will never in your whole life consume enough media to be satisfied or the right media in sufficient quantities to feel like you have better spent your time it doesn't exist you are being digested by an amoral universe watch the youtube videos in front of you
3: (laughs) oh my god Uh, i have an i have an answer go ahead kind of ruins my whole thing (laughs) Uh, uh, okay so here's what you do you become mentally ill oh shit (laughs) and also have executive dysfunction Oh, my God. So so you 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 consume nothing mm-hmm. until the ghost dog tells you what 52-episode <laughs> anime series you are now permitted to watch in the span of two days. <laughs>
0: yeah. Look, I can't say shit. It took me fucking
2: eight years to watch Shirabako, so... I-, I once watched all of Neon Genesis Evangelion twice in a 24-hour period. I am not the person to come to to ask advice about media consumption. <laughs>
3: If, uh, oddly enough I don't have this problem with games I'm just like okay I'm gonna play this game now But with books or movies or TV shows No the ghost dog has to say it's okay Yeah I don't know why I don't know why mm-hmm. I think it. the only thing I can think of is that I don't control the pace of the movie Yeah mm-hmm. Where it's like I'm playing the game I'm the one in control con- I turn into James Rolfe I'm in control motherfucker That's Right <laughs>
2: I've got a whole list of movies that I know I want to watch, that I know are currently available on streaming services, to which I am subscribed, but I pull them up and go, hmm, the time is not yet right.
1: Yeah, I always feel like I don't have enough time for a full movie. That's why basically the only thing I I watch are just seasonal anime, and I try and find the ones I want to keep up with each season. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's basically it.
3: Yeah, every so often somebody asks me, hey, are you going to finish that show you watched the first two seasons of? And I'm like, when the dog says I can.
0: Shades of Nier has an interesting question here. Hello to the whole crew. Are there episodes or shows that you gave up on for the podcast after recording and never published for reasons other than purely technical ones? Thanks to everyone for your great content. Shades of Nier, I'm glad to let you behind the curtain for this moment.
3: No. <laughs> Yeah, we're gigachad. So everything. We've also never <laughs> lost anything. Yeah, no, we came close once and we fucking saved it. Jesus. We came close to we came close to losing the most demoralizing episode of chugging bleach ever <laughs> that we finished recording at 11:30 p.m. We had started recording 8 hours earlier. <laughs> then a fucking IT company held me hostage. Uh, and that is when Dan learned that the SD card he purchased for this exact purpose Was the only SD card in creation not suited for this purpose. Nowhere anywhere about this SD card informed him of this.
0: Yeah, it's specifically on a blacklist on a certain web page on a website for this audio recorder that they go, yeah, that thing's crazy. Don't use that. (laughs) I'm like, oh. Okay. That's great. Uh yeah, that's it though.
3: I like that we set up with all these, like, no, nobody has any time. It's like, no, no, we never record something to do it out what are you crazy
2: (laughs) like uh, other than purely technical reasons no that's what it takes we're not like uh, wow that was terrible i don't give a fuck (laughs) shit yeah the funny
0: thing is uh, when making new shows i'm extra careful and like take my time making sure they're good and all sorts of other stuff but you know you got to see us getting up to speed and refining the process in the early podcast days We kind of just come into things now and know what will and won't work before we get there. We have a ton of time opportunity costs, which seems to be the fucking theme of this episode of The Mailbag. So we know hey, man, maybe that sliders versus sliders versus sliders versus sliders podcast ain't a great idea.
2: Um, oh, man. If we had the time to do half of the dumber <laughs> ideas we've come up with. I know, right? That's a whole other network. <laughs>
0: uh, there's, a, there's a certain layer of this where, uh, and this isn't me doing a call to arms for this sort of thing, but there would be time regained by an insane amount of money coming in. Like, if we if we made ten times as much money tomorrow... <laughs> I could literally outsource so much shit it would be stupid and then it's like okay let's do start doing the dumb ideas um, but no really the, the closest we've gotten to what you describe in your question is we do record buffer shows and then delay them indefinitely it's like that's our rainy day show
1: yeah mm. no it gets stuck in in at the ready
0: dad gets COVID these fuckers are gonna learn about Uncharted
2: <laughs> <laughs> like uh,
3: how long do we hold on the free guy <laughs>
2: God, yeah, uh, Six months? Five uh, months? Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it was five. Yeah, it was yeah. a while. I, I'm not sure that's the longest we've done,
0: though. It was close. I think it was just barely beaten out by cons- uh, Console Wars? Was that the name of the... What was the name of Virtual the... Vendetta? Virtual Vendetta? Virtual I Vendetta. I think that one takes the crown. Mm. I think that one just barely is the longest we've ever held a podcast. Either that or Powers.
2: I think one of the Kiwamis went for a long time.
0: Yeah, that was like four months, and it was funny as shit because I remember you describing you being a part of that and it being delayed that long where you just went, wait, that's already out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
2: Nope. And I, did, I love max or matching this with our relentless dedication to dating everything we record <laughs> with a reference to something that happened. Yes.
3: Boy, Dan, it's sure a good thing that The United States government hasn't collapsed yet. Oh, no. (laughs) I I look at the camera and do the fucking home alone, clapping my face and yelling bit. (laughs) as Air
0: sirens come off. (laughs) Explosions heard in the distance. Thank you for that question, by the way. I'm always interested in talking about stuff like that that doesn't come up naturally a lot of the time. Because, yeah, even though technically I, you know, at various points in this podcast network, we had a whole month of buffered content um, and we could have thrown something away if it was bad. I genuinely when I come to edit these or nowadays when Bob comes to edit most of these, like it's good content, even stuff I'm like scared of. Like I we started a new series and I was like, oh, man, that, that felt kind of messy. I go into the edit, and it's like, oh, no, this is good. This is great, actually. I definitely need to put this out and not just delete it. And see, here's the trick. Everybody asks me, Dan, how do you put yourself out there like that? That must be nerve-wracking. The trick is involve enough of your friends where if you delete it, they'll fucking hate you. (laughs) So you have to publish it. Yeah. Yeah. That is so the time
3: Dan's like, I'm going to, th- I think, I think, I don't think this was good. We should, we should get rid of it. And then he just hears a bunch of guns being cocked. <laughs> yeah, basically.
0: You hear a trap door go off and I fall. <laughs> splash in the distance. But yeah, that's the real trick. Get people involved. Oh, and by the way, when you first start doing that, you're all going to piss each other off. Because I swear to God, that's how our first YouTube channel went, where it's like, we're all going to work together on videos. And it's like, for various angles and reasons, someone found a way to piss someone off doing something or something didn't come out right. Mm-hmm. So people are pissed at themselves for what they did. They're annoyed by other people for what they did. Shit, man. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Probably more fascinating a thing you you expected from writing this question. On our first YouTube channel, we went to film a skit, a terrible, horrible skit idea that was something like Live Journal versus Facebook. Oh, God. I don't think we had an ending written.
1: No. And we started filming. It certainly wasn't filmed if it was written.
0: (laughs) Some of it was written, but it was just for like two scenes. And then we were like, we got to film an ending to this. But we couldn't get one of the actors through a monologue. They were pretty upset. They're like, this is fucking dog shit. And I'm like, yes, but the problem here is you're not reading
1: it. <laughs> and that's- need to this out. See the larger picture. <laughs> this is dog shit, but nothing's
0: coming together because you can't say this dog shit. I was thinking about that fucking yesterday. I was just like, man, that, that definitely got me
1: to learn a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah there was a lot of this sort of thing happening in that first youtube channel there were many skits that were just left on the cutting room floor hell man there was one of them we cut entirely and then we'd look at the edit later and i'm like this is, not
0: only does this not have major editing problems like i recall it having it seems good why did we cut this <laughs> especially considering the things we didn't
1: cut. i know right <laughs>
2: That whole thing Dan was talking about, about years of experience and learning what's gonna work before we invest time in it, that was not a skill we had back then. <laughs> not at all.
1: No. 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 You know, as many skits as we did cut. Uh-huh. We should have cut more. <laughs> Yeah, oh. I know people who definitely feel that way because they're
0: still identified by their starring role in one of those skits we didn't cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, that's fucking, that's fucking insane.
3: I, th- I think everybody's still waiting for the uh, Cursed Content Club Dan's old skits. <laughs>
0: they do keep asking for it occasionally. That's too hot for television. <laughs> Guys, we don't wear clothes in most of those. We call them skits, but <laughs> quite frankly, they're smuts.
2: <laughs> These aren't internet skits. This
0: is anal sex. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Neo Arcadia asks, Dan and Bob have sort of touched on this with gigafoodies, but.
2: Gigafoodie.
0: Gigafoodie. What's your ideal place to live? General location and or kind of house. What are must-haves to you? Uh, I'm going to recap it here for people who didn't watch uh, peak Gigaboots content this year. Me and Bob yelling at Asian Street Food Videos Part 1. Gigafoodies. Foodies. Um, yeah, no. Uh, lower cost of living. Really good internet. And access to nice food. Uh, yeah. As for the house, I-, I unfortunately have to live in a house because I yell making content. And living in an apartment, my ass will get evicted. This is the only reason I care. Hey, Agro. Hey.
2: You have an answer? Uh, Stone tower in a clearing in the middle of a forest. <laughs> in, yeah, fair. In the, middle, <laughs> in the middle of the forest.
0: No, it's uh, it's really interesting. Like if you just do podcasts, then your internet needs really aren't that incredible. You just need it to be stable, right? Mm-hmm. So You can do that from, from going anywhere.
1: From your stone tower, <laughs> In the middle of a forest, yeah, <laughs> in the of a
0: forest, was a clearing, a stone tower. But then you
1: have to use that Elon Musk internet. I don't know, man. I assume you don't want the stone tower to be near a hurricane.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, mm. the the outside of the stone tower is is can be wherever. It's it's where the inside <laughs> is uh, that, that really matters.
0: <laughs> You're saying you don't want to live in a stone tower with hurricanes inside.
2: It. <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing right now? I mean, that is also a thing that is true. So <laughs> you 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 can go on believing that. And that's okay. fine.
3: Uh, Chris, uh, uh, I would like to live in the Pacific Northwest or maybe Southern Canada. I want to have good internet, uh, and it, it it being a house is cool. Like that's really the key part of house. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like a full basement. Damn. So I have lots of space and a garage
0: the only people i know with basements around here are the people who live on the literal shore and so like the bottom floor is this (laughs) fucked up it's above ground it's on the ocean side
3: you're you're you live in florida the water table is like eight inches down no Mm -hmm. shit you don't know anyone with a basement yeah they don't make them here
2: (laughs) but (laughs) but we do have several like deep gullies cut into the landscape Uh so yeah sometimes houses just exist diagonally
1: to the ground yes yeah my my first house actually was that where we had a basement (laughs) it it was like yeah there's a there's this thing you can go to that's down the hill (laughs) technically under a house Mm -hmm. there's no direct connection between the two you have to go outside
0: (laughs) yeah uh to you know uh good internet so i could do a job and a house that's a house and i get to live inside of it (laughs)
1: Yeah, I've always wanted a house where I'd have enough room to like have a workout room sort of thing and actually have that indoors. Damn, Bob,
0: I'm looking at the Patreon numbers right now. You just said that. They're flying up. <laughs> it's almost like people want to see you work out
1: in this workout. hour. <laughs> We're
0: going to move on. Kentrix asks, What's a thing that only Western game studios do that you actually like? What is a door... <laughs> But it is not a door
1: giant chasm of silence goes here. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've got an answer for this. Go one. Right, All right
2: ahead. Uh, make ratchet and clank games. <laughs> that's cheating.
1: It is cheating. If you just say make this specific <laughs> video game, <laughs> I, I don't remember that rule being okay. laid out. <laughs> Fine.
0: Motherfucker.
2: I'm going to be like, uh, make blast core. <laughs> oh, wow. That's uh, that, that's really original. That thing you did there, Dan. Oh, thanks. Way to, way to give 110. percent
0: Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> It's really hard to take what you said and change it slightly and then say it and pretend this was my thing. <laughs> I'm trying to fucking think of anything legitimate The world of
2: internet content creation.
0: I'm going to react yeah. to this podcast one year from now.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't, I don't... It feels like a cop-out to be like accessibility features.
2: I mean, that is a thing.
0: Yeah, no, it's a thing,
1: but it's just like... Yeah, I'm trying to think of any Japanese games that have done it, and it feels like they really haven't approached no, that. They, no.
3: they Not yet.
1: There was an era where uh, Western
0: Game Studios more often than not supported custom soundtracks on the Xbox 360 and uh, Xbox Original, and that was a killer app feature for me back then. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, it's kind of integrated into the OS, but they kind of want you to stream it from subscription services, so it's all weird. I'm going to try to think of anything else, though. Hey, Chris, you got any answers?
3: Western developers are usually better at, like, quality of life features, like, um, like letting you cut out the bullshit. They're usually pretty good about that, um, and and a lot of Japanese developers are like, no, we know best. We know best about every single thing. You don't get any say in anything. While, uh, Western studios will be like, if you don't want this shit on, you can turn it off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's (laughs) also... That's nice. There's also online stuff, you know? Yeah, that's true by and large western yeah, games yeah, Japan- Japanese
3: them. companies by and large are only reluctantly admit the internet exists
1: yeah, yeah any any multiplayer shooter you don't want to play a Japanese one <laughs> yeah uh, I enjoy tick rates being high enough
0: to not have my life retconned
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think of things that aren't as shitty as my first answer like western studios more often than not will actually pay for an English dub yeah <laughs> <laughs> You
0: know, Agro, that's funny. I also find myself trying to think of something other than my first shitty answer. (laughs) There was a time where Western game studios were not completely synonymous with the worst business practices in the industry. That was so long ago now.
3: Mm -hmm. It was very long ago.
0: Remember when Diablo 2 came out and they just fucking made an expansion? (sighs) That was... And there was a lot of content in it. That was cool. Insert loon sound here. (laughs) We're going to our final question. Todofsky asks, Living in a small town, the radio stations would play the same horrible songs on an almost predictable rotation. What are songs that you were subjected to as a youth from radio that annoy you today? Or you wish you could jettison every existing copy into the sun? Todofsky. I worked thirteen years of retail. <laughs>
2: are we about to hear about some CVS bangers?
0: CVS <laughs> <has> Damn some... <laughs> CBS, where'd you get that
2: one? The CVS bangers
0: is the only thing that made it better. That's <laughs> the only thing that made what I went through okay. That and me and Jim are making fun of how dumb some of the songs were by singing them in the worst way we could. Hoping a customer would come in at two in the morning, hear us, get terrified, and leave. Just immediately fuck right off. But no, it's 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 what it's like every fucking song. Like there there's so many CBS songs. The weirdest thing is the, the speaker system at these places are so bad that you're just conditioned to not hearing a monorail version of the song, but a left channel only version of the stereo mix of the song coming out of the world's worst speaker played from 15 feet away from you at best so a lot of these songs I listen to them later and I'm like that's what I was listening to for 13 years there's a bass in this song what the fuck I don't know I can't think of anything the radio stations would subject me to though uh, Agro, do you have anything rock lobster Ugh. fuck <laughs> that song
1: it is awful
0: I I only have that sort of hatred of fucking Margaritaville and every other song from that man. But that's less about him and the radio stations around here and more about my mother.
1: (laughs) Bob? Yeah, uh, Wonderwall is the worst song ever committed to, like... (laughs) That's rock band's fault. Anything. It also plays on the radio constantly. You can't escape
0: it. Somebody got upset at me that I said Wonderwall was horrifically monotone. And they're like, no, it's not. And then I sang the entire rock band song in the same
1: note and passed with flying colors. and <laughs> They just got mad. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, basically every Christmas song.
2: Yeah, anybody who's worked retail hates Mariah Carey. Yeah, it's, it's
1: retail, working it for like 15 plus years, you get uh, just a bitter hatred for it is it becomes like this thing that's constantly playing on loop and you're experiencing the worst part of your job ever.
0: Oh, yeah. I did work retail for way more than 13 years. Why did I say 13? Whatever. Um, Yeah. And also, like, Christmas songs have the angle a lot of the time that Valentine's Day does for, like, people who are lonely or children where it's just, like, the subject matter of the song can kind of make you feel lonelier if you're lonely. Mm-hmm. So it's just even worse because they're bad songs a lot of the time not all of them right they do that to people who are already in despair and that it's just sucks that it's like it's it's that time again (laughs) the the fucking (laughs) store radio pulls out a whip
2: and it seems like every other year my job tries to mix in a like not a Christmas song just a Christian song oh before somebody complains and it gets pulled (laughs) Ooh, it's a Christmas Bulb. song No it's four minutes of a Let's face it bad gospel choir ululating the word Jesus Ooh. This is not a Christmas song No uh, Chris
3: See I was I've been relatively blessed In that I worked the, the first place I worked retail for a really long time For most of the time I worked there Their PA system was broken mm. So it couldn't play music And the other place I worked was Target, which does not play music. Blessed, I
2: didn't know that. Uh, But still, in the
3: in in the in the uh, it's part of the reason people like to shop at Target. Um, (laughs) But I heard Christmas songs, of course, of course. I feel like if I ever hear Jingle Bell Rock again, I might
2: kill someone.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
2: Santa baby. Santa Baby. The endless new versions of Santa Baby.
3: Yeah. It's it's really one of the if if the Walk the Dinosaur. I could deal oh. with
0: that. I could
3: I can't deal with Walk the Dinosaur. I I don't want to sound like I'm just copying <coughs> Civvy here because he also brought it up in one of his videos. But it's, it's like something all retail workers who have to hear that song know, I think. That song's just about nuclear war. Uh-huh. So you just hear. And there's a big flash, and you hear this in the summer roar. Fucking slam my head in the freezer door, please. Jingle Bell Rock is really the worst, I think, though. Like that like that's the that's the er. Uh,
0: Santa baby. The er. Uh, Santa baby. It's a fucking it one, the original sucks. The new versions are somehow worse. And it's all the most Well, the way women can celebrate Christmas is by offering to suck Santa's cock. Uh I just I don't like it. I don't like the infantilization the infantilization of the song. I don't like anything about it. If the gender co- correlation to the color pink for women was a song, it would be Santa Baby. I hate that song. It is my least favorite s- uh, Christmas song easily.
2: And as a as as an addendum, as as a side note, uh huh. Um, if you want to be sexy at Christmas. <laughs> If that's a thing you would like to do in the specific circumstance you are in... Wear a great smile. uh, (laughs) Good King Wenceslas. That's your go-to. What? You you put on that slutty Santa outfit and you rip a fantastic Good King Wenceslas and you are in. Mood set.
3: Okay. So we near here there was a privately owned gas station that i went into constantly Mm. and a song that was almost always on the radio there was mr president's coco jumbo what i've never heard of this uh i'm surprised you haven't heard of it because it's the name of it's based it's the basis of one of the stands in part five (sighs) but that song is makes it's a lot it's a lot to deal with if you've ever heard it you know that it's a lot to deal with Uh, also going back to the Christmas songs again, uh, Last Christmas Mm. by Wham.
0: Yes, no, that's, that's my number two least favorite Christmas song.
3: Thinking about it, I I think I can handle, I can handle stuff that has become like fully absorbed into the Christmas aura, like Jingle Bell Rock more than I can something that's purporting to be a real song like Last Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: are you are you saying that like jingle bell rock just hits some part of your brain where you just it's filtered but yeah last christmas sneaks through mm-hmm. yeah well thank you for listening to this episode of the big thick mailbag uh weirdly enough one of the shortest and also one of the most answer filled <laughs> whoa we just didn't have a tangent that we went on for 15 minutes where we we're like Shonis, what's up with that? Go eat the eggs with the cheese on it. We gotta take a field trip. (laughs) This was pretty straightforward. What do you do with your time? I don't. Do you have time? I don't. What do you do when you run out of product? Uh, We never throw out product. Product
2: good. (laughs) (laughs) Just put a new date sticker on it. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: fine. Yogurt doesn't go bad. Neither do our podcasts.